0: How's it going, folks? This is Joe again. This interview, I interview Marnie Kinris, the owner of the Ask Woman... Sorry, the Wing Girl Method and the co-host of the Ask Woman podcast. A really cool entrepreneur. Talks about owning and making online businesses and social skills and all that jazz. Also, check out the Ask Woman podcast. It's freaking cool. And guess what? I was featured on episode 262. So, um... A little bit of a self-plug there, but her podcast is legit awesome. Enjoy. How's it going, everybody? This is Joe, the founder of the Renaissance Man Network and the Renaissance Man Podcast. I'm the host of that I wanted to share with you the intentions for this podcast and lead you into the content so that you know exactly what to expect and what to focus on. I want to help people live like a Renaissance man now. And nowadays, people either tend to be uh, a little bit okay at everything, or without direction, or they tend to be super focused on one particular career. But the art of being a renaissance man, free to do whatever he likes, but dedicating his life to the mastery of several things, and understanding that self-development has an infinite ceiling, that art has been lost, and so I want to help get that back into the world where people can become great mathematicians, become great uh, athletes, become great... um, Um, craftsmen, become great travelers, become great writers, become great at many things that inspire and make you feel uh, uh, like a capable and well-rounded man. Um, Self-actualize. There are values that I hold Dear to my heart, and that I hold dear to being the the ideal of being a Renaissance man, which is living with a sense of passion and curiosity and a hunger for growth, experiences and knowledge. So I interview people that do these things. I interview people that are in that are good at something where I can share the things they're good at. I also talk about these values on discussion episodes. So please go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already or if you would like to hear the content to see if you want to subscribe i totally understand and you can listen to it and then decide afterwards it's your choice Um, and that is one of the easiest ways to support the podcast without further ado here is today's episode Quite clear. If you want to use the mic, go ahead. Uh, you can <coughs> hear me with tell the me mic, right?
1: Sounds, tell me if this sounds what? better. Does this sound better?
0: Uh, sounds good. Uh, about Maybe the same.
1: Heavy. I also hear bounce back with my voice.
0: Oh, okay. I'm, I'm hearing it fine. Um, can you turn on your video, though?
1: Oh, shoot. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, hold on one second. All
0: right, professional makeup. Hold on, let me get my headphones. Ooh, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see. I hope I look professional. I just like did that and then I was done. All right, it's big big white background. I'm excited to see the white background. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. You have like a whole set up.
1: No, that's weird.
0: Oh, wait. It did something for a second.
1: Oh. Okay. There's tape on it.
0: Oh, Okay, gotcha. Yeah, you got the, all that going on. You're in, you're in LA, right?
1: In LA, yeah. Um, so, I had a situation where I felt like a 70-year-old for a moment because... I got an email from somebody on the internet saying, like, threatening me and, and money, and I jumped and totally believed in it. <laughs> Oof. So basically, this person said that they saw me go onto a web. I still hear myself bouncing like back.
0: Uh, well, you're fine on this end, um, if that's any con- consolation.
1: Oh, it's fine for a consolation. It's just that I'm going to keep hearing myself and then might distract me, Um, but I think so this person wrote to me and basically said like I saw you doing something because I snuck my way onto your computer and I can see your screen and can see you through your camera and I did not believe it but he had my password that I use for so many sites in the subject line so I was like this must be real so I kind of freaked out so that's why I had tape.
0: Yeah well he might have actually done that that's kind of a it's like blackmail it's super weird.
1: It is, but like I, I checked my computer and there didn't seem to be anybody on there. So I was okay, but I still very, have that covering my camera just in case.
0: Yeah, that's very fair. Um, so right now, we, I just want to let you know we have one person watching, Eric Whitford. He's like, How are you doing, Joe? I'm good. This is an interview with Marty Kinris. She is um, the co founder, right? You and Kristen?
1: No, well, I own the Wing Girl Method, and then Kristen's my podcaster.
0: Okay, so she is the owner of the Wingull Method, uh, dating coach thing for guys, and she also has a podcast host who's a cool girl. She's a comedian who's moving. Well, should I do? do people know that she's moving. Should I just not say that? I think that
1: they're going to know very soon, so it's fine. Okay, she's been on okay. the verge of moving all the time.
0: Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I used to be like that. Um, I actually. Well, I'm in Austin right now, um, oh, and I was nice. traveling for about five months before I got here. Uh, Amazing. My blog used to be just about travel, but I expanded it into lifestyle in general, so. That's
1: awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, so, for anyone who's watching, this is Marty Kinris, she is the founder, founder? You're the founder, right? The what sole of, founder.
1: of what? I don't
0: know. <laughs> of, of the Wing Girl Method. founder yes, uh, of the Wing
1: Girl Method, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, she's dating coach for guys who helps guys understand girls and understand themselves and gain confidence and stuff you're frozen by the way you can still I hear am, me I right am. I can still yeah. hear you okay Wait, it'll it'll really unfreeze frozen? at some point yeah it'll unfreeze at some point it's more important that we hear you um, okay so it'll unfreeze but um I wanted to get her on because I'm trying to close everything. <laughs> that might help yeah let me see if I can close a couple things too um, but I thought it was really cool how uh, she helps guys with their dating lives. And also if you're a girl, you could probably get some stuff from this too. And Project Unchained, which is going to change its name soon, is all about building a lifestyle that you want to do what you want, when you want, why you want, where you want, um, and just enjoy your life. So I thought it would be really cool because not only is she help guys with their dating life, but she's also an entrepreneur herself. And um, I just wanted to get some uh, to pick your brain, Marnie. she has a podcast, actually, the Ask wait, Woman wait. Podcast. What's up?
1: Yeah, no, I was going to say it's funny because you said, you, you know, you traveled around for five months before, mm. de- you know, choosing Austin. And I will say that my personality, I wouldn't say my spark for business, my personality Yes. definitely came from me having my backpacking experience. I had a, a year after high school where yeah. I went traveling for a year. It's where I developed my program and my system. Even before I had done it professionally for other people, I was doing uh-huh. it for myself to overcome shyness, to build confidence. So I think yeah. for anybody who has the opportunity, like exactly like you just said, like, like go away go travel places experiencing things be scared a little bit it's it's a much better foundation uh than college for you know for a lot of things that, yeah that I believe.
0: oh definitely actually it's funny you say that because i have a, a lead magnet my free offer is an ebook that's that's about creating freedom through travel um oh, really? i want to but this isn't about me i want this to be about you so i want to hear about your <laughs> okay. backpacking experience
1: it was the best adventure of my life. I went with my best friend. Uh, we went to Australia and New Zealand. We were supposed to go for three months and then extended it to a year. She fell in love and is still over there in Melbourne with the person that she fell wow. in love with when we were 19, which is X number of years ago. Uh, <laughs> and X meaning two.
0: Congratulations yeah, yeah, exactly. on your 21st birthday, exactly. by the way.
1: Thank you. I feel so lucky to be able to drink i'm so excited yeah. I need to, like, um but yeah so I, I just had an amazing experience meeting wonderful people being challenged to do things on my own and it's mm-hmm. really where i developed my personality like i always had a good personality when i was comfortable mm-hmm. or you know, when I, I was comfortable
0: um, so was so opera, getting yourself I comfortable was the key and you and you say that uh when you backpacked through australia it was it was the, the, the putting yourself out of your comfort zone that really got you into being comfortable, you could say, yeah. right? Yeah, well, that, was, that okay. was
1: part of it. It was, the fact, it was also the fact that I was able to make friends and have confidence in the fact that I was an interesting person. And as yeah. I gained more experiences and became more interesting, because I was having experiences, good and bad, I could share more of myself with other people. But ultimately, it was my best friend that I was with who, was one of the most outgoing girls I had ever met. Like, literally, mm-hmm. she would go out on the balcony at our hostel and she'd come yeah. back with 10 friends. She would go for a cigarette. So, at first, I was <laughs> nice. smoking. I I'll make friends. And then afterwards, I'm like, this is not working. And my lungs are killing. I have to do something else. And so, when we yeah. were in Auckland, New Zealand, I gave myself my first exercise, which is one of the exercises that are in most of my programs, which don't mm-hmm. have anything to do with women, but have to do with those companies. It's going out and saying hi to 10 people. Nice. And for me, it took me over two hours to accomplish that. And listen, I'm, I am cute now, but I was cuter a long time ago. So when I was 19, 20, you know, I was a cute girl going up to people. It shouldn't have taken me two hours, but it did. Mm-hmm. And I gave myself that assignment until I became comfortable, and then I would give myself a new assignments. And i would raise the bar every single time and then i would create scavenger hunt lists where there were things that huh. i had to do that if i didn't do them, i wasn't able to go home
0: that's so cool over,
1: yeah it was awesome and slowly over time i just didn't
0: you built you it. built your comfort zone you 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 expanded
1: exactly. it exactly and i did it in baby steps and so a lot of the guys that i work with even though they come to me because they're like, I, you know, I don't know how to attract girls. I keep ending up in the friend zone. Um, mm-hmm. Most of them have that base of not going after what they want and not being comfortable with themselves and not owning who they are. And that's mm-hmm. what I first to tackle before I provide them with the how-to of attracting, dating, getting, and keeping a girl. Like, oh,
0: yeah, we were actually talking just about this. Uh, we had a, a short conversation about an hour ago just to get a little you know, just to, to get a little rapport between us and understand each other a bit more. Um, and I was saying how I really res- I really like your program. I'm part of your program and I listen to your podcast a lot. Um, I really like your program because you talk a lot about the emotional foundation. Um, and, and I, th- I th- think there are so many dating coaches who probably either don't get it themselves or are kind of preying on the people who would go for dating advice. They're, you know, they have insecurities because stuff isn't working for them. And um, there's so many people who prey on that and are like, here's what the step-by-step thing you do, and then not really explaining the, the the fact that you need to be, like me as a guy, I can say whatever I want, and I might trick a girl, but the thing is, if I'm not confident, that's gonna be temporary. And if I'm not comfortable yeah. in myself and know who I am, then that's just gonna be like, I'm performing, and once the performance breaks, the real me is gonna show through. So you have to have that foundation first. And I really love, uh, I mean, in in Wingirl method, the first thing, the first packet is like the discovering your attractive self. I don't, or something like that where you're like, what, who are you? First of all, what do you stand for? What do you want? And what is attractive about you? Yeah. Um, I do want to say real quick, uh, I'm going to, you're still frozen. So, um, I'm going to, hang up the call and then get you right back on. I don't want to lose our flow. So it'll take literally two seconds. Okay. All right. So just letting you guys know, um, thanks. I appreciate it, Eric. And I see that Kim is watching. Also, if you guys have any questions, feel free to, uh, send them in the comments below. This is a live interview. It's also going to be re, uh, re repeated. Um, I mean, look, like, I'm going to put it up, uh, on YouTube and uh, the podcast. So, uh, don't you fret. If you have any questions that, that you want me to ask her now, um, put it in the, um, the comments and she's actually back on right now.
1: I am. Hello, hello. Hopefully it's not frozen.
0: Yeah. Uh yep, there you are. Hello. You are and Hi.
1: Am I moving now? Okay, good. You're moving. Good. Yes. I did want to make one comment on what sure. you had said before because like in the past I guess I was a- opposed to a lot of male dating coaches and and what they taught and what they put out there. I don't really believe that any of those coaches are thinking, I'm tricking these people into doing mm-hmm. these things that don't really work. I just, I just think that they're passing on the knowledge that they gained from other people that did mm-hmm. happen to boost their confidence and, mm-hmm. and help them in certain areas. Um, I, I again, I don't think that it's it's manipulation that's happening, okay. but I do I do think that a lot of those people, and I, you know, I've been in that industry for a very long time, so I know a lot of them. Um, I know that a lot of them later on find the base portion and yeah. they realized that they were missing it in the beginning but i think in the beginning I, listen anything that gets you out there mm. and gets you trying things is wonderful absolutely mm-hmm. wonderful instead of just sitting near your ass thinking okay why am i not getting girls taking action yeah. and going after what you want is wonderful no matter what
0: yeah, I just want to clarify. I didn't mean to, to diss all the dating coaches out there trying hard to help guys out. Um, yeah, sometimes it's not necessarily people's intention to give the wrong information. But I think sometimes, um, you know, when you start teaching, you don't necessarily know what's working, but you just kind of spurt out the information you think's working. And then after time, you realize that, hey, this is the information that's actually working. Um, and I do want to highlight it. But you, you definitely know what you're talking about because you're you've been in the industry a long time. I'm actually curious about that. Um, you have uh, this this video on YouTube, which actually got me uh, after I listened to the podcast, you said something about the wing girl method, I looked it up and there's this YouTube video, which is a bunch of text that shares the story about you and your friend going to this bar. Um, and it really intrigued me. And if you could just relate that story uh, in a short form, I think that'd be cool.
1: Yeah, basically. I would watch my friends, my guy friends, fail and bubble with girls over and over again. And then one night, my guy friend said to me, Can you, you know, come and just watch me approach girls and tell me what I'm doing wrong because obviously I'm not figuring it out. And so I went with him to this place called The Crown, and we were there and he was picking up girls and I was horribly embarrassed to be with him because he was doing things that he, he thought were right and good and like I, they were absolutely horrible. And I was able to give him a little bit of advice and a little bit of insight into how women work. And it totally transformed the way that he interacted with girls. Like He he already had that confidence piece. I think that my friend didn't have the tools, which is what I teach in the second half of most of my programs, the actual tools you need. So once you have those tools and you have that base of like thinking, you're awesome and believing it and being proud of who you are, then you can be a killer. And I, what ended up happening was I ended up dating him a little bit later because mm-hmm. he, he he became a bit of a stud. He did really well with women. And, you know, the things that he was doing with these other women, it was transferring over to our friendship. Place, I just saw him, and him differently. So then we ended up dating for a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you say that because you 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 were he was essentially in the friend zone for you and that's and i'm curious about that concept because obviously oh, yeah. he, he got out of it um and i'm curious if you were to to share that with like i guess generalize it with guys like is there such thing as a friend zone or is it just like here's where our relationship is right now and it's always subject to change
1: It depends on who you're talking to because, yes, anything can change if things change. If you, I guess in theory become a different person, meaning that I see something different from you and you're making me feel things that are different than what I was feeling before towards you, Mm -hmm. then absolutely I can shift the way that I see you. So for most guys being in the friend zone just means that you're not sparking anything within the woman that you're interested in that has her saying like, Mm -hmm. I wanna see you naked, I want you to see me naked and then like let's hang out in that way. (laughs) Like like, Mm -hmm. I, I had no interest in kissing my friend Dave. I had no interest in, in, in being sexual with him. I literally just saw him as another person in my life that I enjoyed, but didn't spark any attraction out in me.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, what was it from him that, that that sparked the attraction, if you can pinpoint that?
1: He started flirting with me. He started being playful with me. He started teasing me. Like, these things all came after we had talked about how he has to make a woman feel him. Mm-hmm. And that he can't just be agreeable. And he can't just um, appease a woman. And mm-hmm. when he started doing all of these things, then I felt butterflies. I felt like I was on my toes when chatting with him. Um, and I... I always thought he was intelligent. He always had that side to him. He had a mm-hmm. great brain. He he knew he was a very smart person.
0: He, <laughs> yeah, he gave great brain.
1: He <laughs> gave great brain. But like when he yeah. would get into flirting mode, he would mm-hmm. just become this like robotic, dumbed down version of himself. Mm-hmm. And that, that was nothing, like absolutely none of his personality would show through. Um, mm-hmm. and so when he was able to tap into that, he was able to transform how I saw him and how other ones saw so him.
0: So, for example, it, if, mm-hmm, if true.
1: he out with a girl and she said something to him like, um, you know, are you, are, oh, are you here by yourself or something like that, to sort of like banter with him and put him down. And he yes. said, oh, yeah, he would have before said, oh, yeah, I am by myself. Are you by yourself? Like, he would have said something as simple as that, which is like, yeah. it's an honest response, but it, it doesn't start anything. It doesn't engage Yeah. Anything. And so instead, what he learned to do was he learned to take in somebody's comments and, mm-hmm. and sort of battle back with them. I'm like, it's a Monday. I have horrible wording for what I'm trying to say right now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. he would, like, it's like playing a game of volleyball, where he's like, okay. Yeah, it's I'm like a battle of wits. Toss. Like, right, right, toss it back over. Yeah, exactly. And so instead he would say something kind of witty and he would be like, no, I'm here with my three friends. Can you not see them? I've been talking to them the entire evening. Like to play <laughs> to play around with her because yeah. that gets him to sort of pay attention to him because she's like, wait a second.
0: Like okay, start a little you're, mischief. You're,
1: you're like messing around with me. You're fun. Yeah. You're excited. You're interesting. Your brain works in a different way.
0: And yeah. So I, know,
1: I know that they're little things. But it's like as he as a guy learns to take in what a woman says, use it, shift it, and play around with it, and that's what I teach men how to do.
0: Yeah. Well, there's um, there's a there's a, a really I, I guess it's like a maybe it's like a pickup technique, but it's more like a conversational technique that I've heard, which is um, agree and amplify. Uh, I don't hmm. know if you've heard of that, but it it's something yeah. that I. Yeah, like for instance, I'm um, trying to think of an example because I, I don't really like drinking and I don't like to pick up girls at bars. I actually go to bars if I want to sing or dance because I love singing and I love dancing. So and I pick up girls other places. I don't really pick, because like you're competing and the girls are all on their edge at a bar. It's, I don't really like that environment. And it's, but, not, it's
1: not your place as well, that's what you No, saying. it's not, not my place. Not, you're liking.
0: Unless I'm singing or dancing and that's where I like, where I have a lot of fun. Um, but there was one night where I was going out with my friends on East Sixth Street. Sixth Street is a huge, huge area in Austin, um, and East Sixth Street is a little bit different than West Sixth Street because there's like trashy Six, and then there's like interesting, artsy, dancey Six, which is East Sixth Street. Um, and I, I, I gotta try. Somebody. Man, I'm trying. I, I don't remember the exact situation where I, I, like used what they call a green amplify, but I'm, I'll make something up. Um, like for instance, if a girl was like, "Are you alone?" Um, I would probably be like, uh, uh, "Yeah, like I'm, 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 I'm so lonely. I'm with friends, and you know, I need some friends." and The last person I talked to was my right hand. It really doesn't talk back that much. And you kind of like agree and just like push it to extreme level. And it's a really easy, fun way to like to turn a conversation into something flirty. And I'm curious if there's like a way like for for my listeners who are like, how do I start this jokey aspect in my flirting life? Um, What would you what would you suggest to them?
1: exactly what you just said, I love that agree and amplify, it's a great way to be able to visualize that because you're just mm-hmm. taking it to that next level but for some people if they aren't able to visualize it, they're like well, where do I go from here so that's not going yeah. straight so the, sure. the number one piece of advice I have is practice and see what works and see okay. what responsible people respond to. So like I was talking about with me going out in public and having to do ten approaches every single day, you can do the same thing where you can strike up conversation with ten mm-hmm. people, whether it's on the phone, whether it's in person, whether it's sure. in the office, and you can try amplifying to agree and amplify, mm-hmm. and try different extremes, different tactics, and see what ends up working for you. So else you can do is you can uh-huh. go to improvisation classes because i think that's yes. a really great place yes. to develop your quit yeah in a safe place and then also you can start watching comedy like just watch like a stand-up show every single night Yeah. to start to understand the cadence and the way the storytelling works and it's mm-hmm. just like something really wonderful that you can do to, to hone a skill
0: true i'm i'm, I'm not uh, ignoring you, I'm just looking every now and then at the Facebook Live to see if anybody has any questions. I uh, got a, one person watching right now. Hey, how's it going, Harry Berto? This is Marnie Kinris. She is, um, she is the founder of the Wing Method, a coach for guys. And if you have any questions, then uh, just comment them, and I'll ask them for her. Um, yeah, it's interesting you say that, uh, because one of the things that I've noticed, um, because there's one guy that I was trying to, I don't know if you saw the post, um where I tagged the wing girl method in it. Um, It's okay. It was just like a little lead up to this interview. I tagged the wing girl method. There was a guy I met uh, when I was traveling. Um, I was in Eastern Europe. You know where Latvia is? I do, yeah. Cool, yeah, so I was in Latvia because half the people and I've asked like, oh, I don't know where that is, and so it's okay, but um, there's a guy that I was talking to and I was in a naturally flirty state and I was just like talking to people that I was walking by and just having fun with them. And um, he was like, how do you do that? How? Like, I don't understand. And so I, I tried to get him to um, ask 10 girls uh, just what time it was because he was so nervous that he, he he like, he probably couldn't, I probably couldn't, have, I didn't even, wasn't even able to get him to do that. But he was yeah. so nervous where he just couldn't ask what girls, what time it was. And I kind of felt for him. Um, and I'm curious, like, for for guys who are super, super nervous and want to get, Uh, A dating life. uh, What would you suggest?
1: You have to start with baby steps. If you have a if you have a hard time going up to like a super hot girl with like huge boobs and a beautiful smile, you're gonna have Mm -hmm. a great time. And I mean, most likely you have a hard time also approaching like an old man sitting on the corner so mm-hmm. uh, you have to start off with those people master them first mm-hmm. and work your way up i know for some people they're like i don't have that much time like yeah the thing is it doesn't take a lot of time you can practice interaction every single day to get out of your house for an hour a day so mm-hmm. whether it's talking to the person while you're waiting at the bus stop the person in the elevator the person in line standing beside you waiting for coffee the person at your office you can mm-hmm. Try and practice new things to add to your conversation and really just push yourself. For me, I like doing something mm-hmm. scary every single day. Mm-hmm. And if it scares me and it makes me feel uncomfortable, it means I'm supposed to do it.
0: Interesting. Uh, it reminds me a lot of what uh, oh, uh JFK's wife said. I forgot her name. Um yeah, well, it was either her, or it was Eleanor Roosevelt, it was one of the famous first ladies, and she was talking about if it scares you, that means you have to do it. I'm paraphrasing, but it was exactly. I, I believe the same there's thing. a famous
1: saying from Eleanor Roosevelt. I don't know what it is, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. basically, like if it doesn't scare you, like I mean, do it. But then you're not going to grow from it. You're not going to learn mm-hmm. from it. For me, I used to be in plays when I was younger, and before mm-hmm. I went on stage, my stomach was in knots. And mm-hmm. I learned to love that feeling because it meant that it was gonna be a great performance. And I could obviously say, no, I'm not gonna go out there on stage and do something, but or I could use that energy and, and and push things forward and give a great performance. And it always ended up being absolutely amazing. Whenever I wasn't nervous, it was like a so-so night.
0: Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me, it's like the, the difference, um, It's like, like, it's like the same energy being nervous and being excited are the same energy. And the only difference is where you are in relation to looking at that feeling.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I know that like some people are like, how is this going to help me with girls? But the thing is, is that if you do not turn yourself on and you don't like yourself and you can't like push yourself to do things, then other Mm. people are not gonna help pull that out of you, especially women. You have to come to that table as that person,
0: mm-hmm. right? And yeah. that's
1: how you attract more people. You attract more people by being open. If you're closed off, no like really great woman's gonna come up and say, please talk to me, please open up, please show me your personality. She's got a million other people to focus on. And plus yeah. she's probably nervous as well. So she's not gonna make that effort with you. And mm-hmm. it's not her responsibility. And the thing is, is like, if you don't like yourself, how is somebody else gonna like
0: you? Yeah, yeah, and that's one of the things, like my my friend, I was talking to him recently, um, he went on this date, and he's, he's a Mexican-American, so like his family's from Mexico. I think he was born here, but his parents, I believe at least one of them is from Mexico. And the first thing, she got into the car, and the first thing she said was, um, was I don't like Mexicans. And she was just, but she actually meant it. She was like a brat. And I was like, and he like, he called me up and complained. Um, we actually hung out later that night. He complained about how, how, how horrible the date was. And I'm like, dude, you should have kicked her out the first five minutes. Like, I'm not going to hear you. I'm not, I mean, I'm a little bit of a blunt friend. I'm like that friend that tells you what you need to hear. Um, and I'm like, you know, I'm not going to listen to you complaining because you should have kicked her out in the first five minutes. <laughs> so, so yeah, stop complaining and own. learn to value you know, yourself. Um,
1: exactly. And uh, listen, yeah. or even take that as an opportunity to educate and show them like how freaking amazing Mexicans are. Yeah. By not being rattled by that statement and reversing somebody's opinion on Mexicans. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he wasn't ready for that, but like, there's a lot that you can do. It, it, yeah. It's, it's only your fault if you just take it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And 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 it's a harsh thing to say, but the thing is once you realize that that you're the person who's attracting everything in your life you take responsibility for for your life um or at least for your state i think that's that's when when magic happens
1: yeah here i'll tell you a situation it's it's not about dating so right now i'm trying to hire a nanny (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. our nanny is going to become a teacher and so we had four people come over Sure. In my life and I didn't like this one woman I didn't really like so much but my husband liked her and my sub liked her and so I followed up with her and said can we get some references and yeah. so you know, And she said, yeah, I'll yeah, get it to you. I just asked my representative for it. Now, I didn't hear from her the whole next day. And because people in my family liked her and I didn't really like her, I continued to follow up with her. And mm-hmm. it was bothering me like crazy that I was following up with yeah. this person who was not giving me that same respect. And so after the second time of following up with her, I took a step back and I said to my husband and to my son, I'm sorry. We're not going to work with this girl. Because she is showing me either she doesn't want to work with us or yeah. she's a like, plaguey person. Yep. I don't think I don't like on to the next person and so but I, in the past what, like before doing anything from the wing girl method oh my god I would have pounded this person and chased them down and be heartbroken and like really yeah. offended that she wasn't responding back in any way and it, it, it's very parallel to a lot of the things that my clients experience every single day and yep. what my job is to do as a wing girl is say like you are way better than this don't waste your time. <laughs> Cut this person off. Go to the next person. And it's very yeah. challenging for a lot of people because in their head they don't have an abundance mentality. Mm-hmm. So that one girl, they kind of have her. So they have. It's
0: to like her make her. or break. Yeah.
1: And so it's interesting you would, say that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. It's. I think that's that's great because like now that I'm stepping into more of a coaching role because this is somewhat recent for me to be like I'm going to figure out how I can teach others. It, the more I realize exactly what you're saying. Um, my friend actually called me up the other day and he's a guy that I look to for girl advice because I mean, I'm not, I'm not an expert. I'm not amazing, I get rejected a lot and yeah, I get, you know, I, I have a lot of success, but I'm also, it's the regular Somebody dude with regular mistakes. Um, what? I
1: mean, this, the top CEOs in the world are parts part of masterminds. You know what I mean? They still need friends to bounce ideas. Off yeah. Them. So yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. Um, and, and he, I mean to a group where there's another guy that we're both teaming up to help. Um, and he's, he got, um, he's, he, he actually right now he's hanging out with a girl, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, and I was really happy because he, um, he was enjoying, um, kind of just complaining about this one girl that he, I won't say anything, anything, um, that's, uh, identifying, but, um, he was just complaining about how this girl oh, won't Tracy. text him back, huh? oh tracy no. yeah it's tracy totally tracy um <laughs> don't get mad at me tracy but he was complaining about her over and over again and being like she won't message me back she she keeps flaking we're like you know set your own boundaries and and let figure out when you want to let go and um, we're trying to help him understand that his needs should be paramount in his own life and that's something that i feel is extremely important because and this is a really good quote. Uh, I don't. You got. You know a guy named Tucker Max.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Um. He, he actually lives in Austin. Um. I, I. I. tried to network with him, but you know he's a little bit hard. If you're not in the industry, it's hard to get a hold of. But um, he w- on his podcast, another one I listened to, Mating Grounds, he spoke a lot about how issues with women are really manifestations of emotional issues. Um. And I'm curious about what you think about that. I agree interesting okay <laughs> yeah i definitely agree it's so funny
1: we, we had we had Tucker max on our podcast like a while ago yeah um and i actually i met him at a dinner like 11 years ago when he was sure. doing like his asshole thing um yeah. and all i thought was oh my god this person is an asshole and i realized that that's like his shtick. um yeah but i actually really admired the fans that he was saying when he came onto our podcast where he was at the stage where he was done with the player stage of being an asshole i mean he's still mm-hmm. an asshole um yeah but coming onto that stage of wanting a girlfriend speaking about dealing with your stuff and figuring out what's going on and getting yeah. clear on who you are and what you want and i i, I completely agree with that of what he said i'd love to hear in more detail what he was talking about specifically but i, mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that
0: yeah um and that's the thing that i, I kind of like to to use my life, like even if it's a one night stand, it's like a mini relationship. Like I'm not treating you like an object. I'm I'm treating you like a short version of a relationship where, you know, where there's sex and not really talking too much, but there's still emotions involved. Even if they're involved at a small level, they're still, they're still like within me. And I think that that's, that's an important thing to understand is that if your emotions are in the right place, the rest kind of comes easily.
1: Yeah, I completely, I completely agree with that.
0: Cool. Um, so I want to, I want to transition a little bit to, uh, your entrepreneurial journey. And then, okay. um, I think that would be a, a good bit of content to give my viewers.
1: Okay. Well, what do you want to know?
0: So what were you doing before you started the wing girl method?
1: I was working in film production for mm-hmm. a short period of time. I was obsessed with that since the age of like 16 Um, and then I was working at a PR company because I was in Canada, I'm from Toronto originally and I was working television and film um, and I was looking for any opportunity that would get me into the entertainment industry and sponsor me to come down to the United States and so I took a job at a PR firm which I hated Mm -hmm. but I did it and I was there and while I was there that's when I started my company.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so so what did you hate about it and what prompted you to start your company?
1: I hated the fact that I didn't believe in anything that I was selling people on yeah. um, and I just I didn't like it. I, I didn't like PR until, until I started doing my own PR until I believed. Mm-hmm in what I was selling people and then I actually felt really bad because I was like oh now I get it I know how I could have done this before I would, I could have actually kicked ass at mm-hmm. PR um, but I, it just wasn't my calling it wasn't my thing being in, office, in an office wasn't my thing either mm-hmm. um, and while I was working at the PR firm I happened to be at a singles mixer at a rabbi's house and mm-hmm. nobody was talking to each other so I would grab some men and start conversations with women and when they were good i would go on to other people and by the end of the night people were exchanging phone numbers like two people were making nice. out it was awesome and so, so i went home and, uh i want to do what i did tonight i want to be a wing girl and he's like i don't yeah. know what a wing girl is that doesn't exist but guys are they don't care what women think and they don't want a woman's help in getting yeah. girls and i was like i don't think you're right i'm really good at doing this because I, yeah, I, I had been doing it for my friends for so long you know, yeah
0: really- Is it the, the thing that's coming to <laughs> mind um, you you know the fiddler on the roof right yeah so you're at a, a rabbi's house making matches and the first thing that came to mind oh, was, was like, matchmaker matchmaker make it? me a match Find me a find, catch oh me God. a cat.
1: Oh my God, the, Jew- the Jewish community loved me at first, because they're like, oh my God, you're doing But Mith- the- yeah. wonderful matchmaking stuff, amazing, blah, 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 bring Jewish people together. They were so happy. Yeah. Um, and then I branched out into other areas. But yeah, people people were really intrigued by yeah. what I was doing. So initially, it was me and another girl, and we go out with you, pick up women for you. Yeah, and then that's what exciting. Was was that I? Yeah, it was
0: great. I, I do want to real quick. To I do want real quick um, uh, hang up and call you back again because you are frozen. Um, oh, but uh, let me okay. just do that real quick. Okay. All right, folks. If you're still watching, um. What I want you to do is, if you have any questions for Marnie Kinris, let me know. Message me, uh, or just comment right here, and I will ask her. Oh, we're calling her again. All right, all right. It's it's good to see you again. It's been uh, it's been a while.
1: Three seconds. The worst <laughs> three seconds ever.
0: I, I yeah. was I was like I'm so nervous. Is she gonna Is she gonna pick up? I don't know. I yeah. didn't know what to say. Yeah,
1: I may not have. Who knows? You actually um, <laughs> remind me. Do you, do you know Josh Pellitzer from the Da'wa Badass? He like was big five years ago. You, you no, look exactly sorry.
0: Like no, I didn't know him five years ago. I was still hopelessly lost with girls.
1: I know, but he would have been the resource for you. Okay. He had a really good book that came out. So, but you look exactly like him.
0: Oh thanks uh it's i've been told i look like several people and i appreciate the, that that makes me feel good i'm blushing um oh, I, the guys huh thanks the guys <laughs> that that broke looking. my uh my my dating advice cherry were um uh, uh jesse and kong from simple pickup i don't know if you know them
1: uh, yes i love them
0: yeah, they're cool people. They're also there in LA with you guys. Um, they broke my uh, my dating advice cherry, if you if you want to call it that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, right now, I actually just interviewed, uh, he, he actually said that he, he met you or talked to you or something. Uh, George yeah, Katz? They're
1: wonderful.
0: Do you know George Katz? Am I might. I've
1: met so many people. Who is he?
0: I can imagine is probably like is he's he's probably in one of those forums with you because i remember you talking in one of your podcasts about like a seduction worldwide worldwide like forum of people in the industry um anyway i told him that i was i interviewed him last week um and i told him i was interviewing you this week he's like oh i just chatted with her so it must have been like a brief conversation or something um horrible, yeah
1: maybe it's
0: okay it's okay you can be horrible it's fine i'm i'm yeah. probably worse i'm probably worse mm-hmm. i've made a lot of enemies with by like disagreeing with people <laughs> but that's okay
1: no but that's great
0: yeah yeah i am standing up for what you that's okay let, let me just like let's end on that note um and then i also i'm gonna turn the live cast off and the recording off and i have a, a quick couple questions for you um but um when well, it comes to standing for low
1: or something on your phone
0: oh it yeah it code is or something yeah it's low but it's fine now Um, so I'm actually curious what, when it comes to a guy standing for what he wants, apparently that's something that so many people want, but like, there's so few guys who do that. And I'm curious what your thoughts are on a guy standing for something.
1: I think it's one of the sexiest things in the entire world. When a man stands for something, believes in something, Mm -hmm. when he puts other people down or disrespects others, because of his thoughts and feelings and point of view that's when it can get a little bit muddy that's not very attractive like Mm -hmm. it's you know but if somebody has a purpose has drive has passion Mm -hmm. that's amazing
0: cool um so to all the readers out there that's something that i I also believe in and, and uh, I think is important to understand is figure out who you are, what you want in life. And of course, with Project Chain, whose name is going to be changing, um, I'm going to help you get there, help you gain the clarity of what you want, help you understand it's possible and help you gain the tools you need. Like with Marnie here, I'm um, going to ask her one last question, which will help you with this. But what kind of things uh, will help you if your goal is dating? Um, got a couple of, of, of things here that in this interview that will help you. Um, and, um, so, so Marnie, I have one more question for you and then I'll have you, uh, do whatever, share whatever you want with our viewers. Uh, and last question is for guys who are, who want to get more of their dating life or want to just get more comfortable with women. Um, we talked about this a little bit, but what would you suggest they do?
1: Well, I think the number one thing that we talked about that would be very helpful is going and taking an improvisation class and then going online And getting information and seeing what resonates with you, and go out and practice those things. Like Mm -hmm. you have to know who you are, right? And if you read something, you're like, ooh, that doesn't sound like me. Then I would probably steer clear of it. But if you read Mm -hmm. something, you're like, ooh, that makes me uncomfortable to do. Then you have to do it. One hundred percent. Like if, like, because you have to see what resonates with you but if you shy away because something scares you that's not going to be very helpful for you so an improvisation class and then going and watching videos or reading resources about whatever Mm. seems to be the biggest issue for you if your issue is that you're constantly labeled as a nice guy go and google mr nice guy and see what pops up and see which resources pop out at you and i'm sure at least Five of those are going to have things that you can try and do differently and go out mm. and try them. Try to do them. And if you don't want to go on the internet and find a million different resources, either you know, work with Joe and sign up for his programs or work with me and go to winggirlmethod.com and sign up for one of my systems because it's got everything in one place. But in order to make change, you have to take action and do. And that's the mm. only thing that's going to alter. How, how things happen for you and how people see you and how you see yep.
0: yourself. That's a big step. That's a big step. Um, and of course, I'm just going to add to that. I, I, I feel like mindset is a really, really important uh, a step. Um, so now I'll have you share whatever you like with our viewers. Um, and, you know, if you want to, whatever you like, let me just, uh, your message time.
1: Okay. Um, a, a message is that that's what the i usually say at the end of interviews is that in order to get what you want you have to ask for it and which means that you have to speak up you have to have to represent yourself nobody Mm -hmm. else is going to do things for you so you cannot get what you want without asking for it so Mm -hmm. start figuring out what you want and then open your mouth and ask for it
0: cool Awesome, Um, so that's that. I'm gonna uh, sign off of live and I'm going to be editing this for you guys, putting it on YouTube, uh, writing a blog post about it and putting it on Apple Podcasts, on the Unchain Yourself Podcast, which again, is the name's gonna change soon. I've gained some clarity on that. Um, Wish you guys the best. If you have any questions uh, for me or for her, I can email them to her and see if she wants to reply. Uh, Then just message me or comment on this post. Ciao. Cool, awesome. Thank you. yeah. Hey, thanks for listening to the episode. In the earlier episodes, I put all of these sponsored ads at the end. In the newer episodes, they're in the middle. So if you're listening to one where it's split, some of the content before and some of the content after, uh, stay tuned and your content will come right after these messages. Otherwise, thanks for listening, and please listen further to help figure out how you can help the podcast grow. Number one way, subscribe. Wherever you are listening to this, hit the subscribe button either with your finger or the mouse, or if it's the future and everything is mind-controlled, do so with your mind. That way I can attract better uh, sponsors and earn more money from the sponsors that I have so I can get better content and go to better conferences. I am right now about to go to CES. For each two-hour conference or so, I tend to get about four interviews. That means people that I contact that I actually record and that we continue to uh, publish an episode. I contact more, but in the end, I get about four. Now, this is going to be four days, and this four-day experience is going to probably net me at least 20 interviews now when it comes to other ways to support the podcast email list is one way to support go to the renman network what you will get is exclusive content right to your inbox you also get to stay on top of the developments of the renaissance man network and you get to stay accountable in your journey of becoming a renaissance man by being reminded of Renaissance Man values and challenges that I will put out to the email list. Another way you can help yourself... Oh, let me just circle back. The way you sign up to the email list is therenmannet.org slash nothing, actually. therenmannet.org is T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N. Net.Work and either click on join the newsletter or a pop-up will come up and you can just put your information in there. Now another way is to get a journal. That is a hand-bound journal. I bind the cover of the journal with leather or another cloth. You get to choose if I have other cloths available. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but either way I have full leather, real leather covers available. Leonardo da Vinci had one of my hand bound in their journals, one of the best renaissance men out there. And the best way to cultivate self-awareness is to have a journaling habit. I did that for three years straight, missed only one day during those thousand plus days. I will share exercises where you read one. Sorry. I will share exercises where you need one. I wrote a script for myself and I can't really tell my own writing. I share exercises where you will need one. Need a journal and a journal. Also doubles as a sketchbook if you're looking to use it for art work. You can get that at the store at therenmanet.work/store. That's T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K slash S-T-O-R-E. And as of now, they are $50. There are some... uh, If you become a patron, you get a free coupon for that. So, um... To, to segue right into that, if you want to support the podcast on a financial basis, what you can do is become a patron, it's at patreon.com, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot c-o-m slash the Renman Network, t-h-e-r-e-m, sorry, r-e-n-m-a-n-n-e-t-w-o-r-k, and any, anywhere from five to a hundred or more dollars a month, what that will do is that will allow me to do this for more of my time, or pay for my time. I will be able to buy better recording equipment, and I will be able to go to better conferences like the one I'm going to next week. Now, I thank you for listening to these, uh, these sponsored messages by my, uh, for my, my projects, and I encourage you to support this podcast in any way you can. Subscribe, uh, sign up to the newsletter, buy yourself a journal, do yourself a favor for your own development, and support the podcast, allow me to create better content for you by going to our Patreon. Uh, Without further ado, here is our sponsor for this episode. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Just to remind you of some ways you can support the podcast, first of all, subscribe. Second of all, you can... um, you can join the email list. That's at the therenmannet.work, T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K. Click on Join the Newsletter. You can also buy a journal that's on the shop at the Renman Network. So therenmannet.work slash shop, or, sorry, slash store. S-T-O-R-E slash store. And also, you can support the podcast on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash the uh, Renman Network. T H E R E N M A N N E T W O R K. Hope that you enjoy yourself and stay tuned for the next episode.